WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. November is National Native American History Month. Today, we'll hear about the history behind Saugenash, a northwest side neighborhood named for a mixed-race fur trader of Potawatomi and Anglo-American heritage. Local historian Sherman Dilla Thomas joins WBEZ's Lisa Labas with the story. So the Saugenash neighborhood, it is way out there northwest of downtown Chicago. When did it become part of the city? Excellent question, Lisa. It was formerly a part of the Jefferson Township, which was its own city. Right around 1889, 1890s, Chicago started uh, eating up its neighbors, so we annexed Jefferson Township into Chicago, and that included the Saugenash neighborhood. The word Saugenash, what does that mean? Saugenash is a Potawatomi word. It means Englishman or man who speaks English. And who lived in this area early on? Early on, it was a mixture of people, right? So obviously all the land here uh, was inhabited by the indigenous Native Americans. Uh, but then you start to have um, English settlers arrive uh, really, really early on, 1830s. And then the neighborhood you know, starts to grow as people flee the city center. So it's mostly, you know, white Dutchmen and British folks. The, the word Saugenesh, you said, means, you know, Englishman or man who speaks English. And a specific English-speaking person is Billy Caldwell Jr., and he's important to this neighborhood. Tell us a little bit about him. Absolutely. That's who the neighborhood is named for. Saugenesh was his uh, Mohawk name. His mother was Mohawk. His father was uh, a Canadian-British fur trader, and he rose to being uh, one of the chiefs of the United uh, Indigenous Nations and one of their representatives in the in the treaties. Uh, he was a former judge in Peoria, and he was a fur trading partner with uh, John Kinsey of uh, Fort Dearborn fame. All right, so Billy Caldwell Jr. was instrumental in negotiating some of the treaties that ceded Native American territory to the U.S. government. And specifically, we're talking about the Prairie du Chien Treaty of 1829 and also the Treaty of Chicago in 1833. What do you know about those? It's super important to note that he was one of the main guys in charge of the uh, negotiations on the indigenous Native American side. But uh, some researchers, some historians have found that he was kind of planted there in order to make sure that the negotiations favored the United States. And those treaties, particularly the uh, Treaty of Chicago of 1833, uh, that kind of make Chicago become what it is today. What we now know is Rogers Road was then called uh, Indian Boundary Road. And it was after that treaty that uh, Native Americans were, you know, really prohibited from crossing that line. So really the white people in, in the northern suburbs of Chicago at the time got the better deal here. So did Billy Cogwell. He was given uh, 1,600 acres of some really prime land. Uh, some near the northern branch of the Chicago River. So, yeah, he, he benefited uh, as well, and, and so did the newly arriving white settlers. And those 1,600 acres, that's pretty much where Saugenash is right now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The Saugenash neighborhood is a, is, a, is a big part of what they call Billy Caldwell's Reserve. And that neighborhood is actually listed on the historic registry of uh, really imp important historic places. 
So how is Billy Caldwell Jr. then remembered today? Sometimes here in Chicago, we don't do the best job of highlighting all the histories here, right? We kind of push a certain narrative to a point. Say if you speak to uh, someone like Commissioner Matt Bodet, who's the city's first uh, indigenous Native American building commissioner, uh, he's going to tell you that the Potawatomi don't uh, look at him with, you know, favorably, right? He gave away some really good prime real estate that became, you know, a financial boom for the United States. But then, like I said, if you speak to people who followed his life further on down the uh, what we refer to, right, as the Trail of Tears, he, he later on became an advocate. Uh, for the halting of removing indigenous Native Americans. Sherman Dilla Thomas is a local historian and ComEd hero, and you can hear more Chicago history with Dilla here on 91.5 WBEZ. Thanks, Dilla. Thank you, Lisa.